Don't tell the U.S. consumer that the economy is bad. Hello and thanks for checking us out this week on the Fastest 4 Minutes in Finance. I'm Scott Inman. Well, the University of Michigan released their monthly survey of consumers last week. And the headline, consumers continue to feel better about their personal finances and the overall economy. The sentiment survey number moved up to 79.6 for February. It was 79 in January and 66.9 a year ago. That's a 19% upswing over the past 12 months and the highest confidence number in 31 months. The conductors of the survey commented, quote, consumers continued to express confidence that the slowdown in inflation and strength in labor markets would continue. Now, it is important to point out that confidence is still below pre-pandemic levels and 6% lower than the historical average of the survey, which dates back to 1978. And it can be easy to dismiss consumer thought about the economy, since it is based mostly on feeling and not data. But how consumers feel about their personal finances is a big deal. If they feel good about them, they will likely not delay planned purchases. And about 70% of the U.S. economy relies on consumer spending. Now, the latest survey flies against headwinds of doom and gloom and a near-term recession. Ryan Dietrich, chief market strategist for the Carson Group and one of the only experts who has been shouting no recession over the past couple of years, makes the claim that consumers and households could be in their best shape in decades. Well, how could this be? Well, he notes that while overall debt for U.S. households is up to a record $17.5 trillion, disposable household income increased to $1.33 trillion. That's up 6.9% over the previous 12 months. Here's his chart that breaks down the types of debt we carry. It tracks debt over the past 20 years, and you can see we are seeing that overall debt number is growing. Mortgage debt is far and away where most of our debt is, $583 billion, or 70% of our debt. Auto loans and student loan debt make up 9% each, and credit cards make up 6% of our overall debt. But look at the chart showing disposable income. You can see the spike in 2021 caused by the extra money that the government injected into the economy. But after the drop-off in the middle of 2021, disposable income has been rising steadily, higher now than before the pandemic. And one more chart to show you. This one shows household balance sheets. You can see that as of the third quarter of 2023, debt as a percentage of disposable income is about where it was in 1999 and lower than it was in 2007. Bottom line, the inflation rate is now much lower than the growth in household disposable income. And that could mean that the consumer has weathered the price increases and is reaching some solid footing, which could tell us the economy is stronger than a lot of people think. Thanks for listening. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.